climate and sustainability. And good afternoon to you, uh, Kevin James. Are you good? Yes, I'm very good, Ernest. Thanks for asking. Sure. Now, the uh, Philippi Hoti cultural area and uh, Cape Flats uh, aquifer that uh, feeds it uh, generously with water seems to be uh, increasingly under threat by uh, developers. Please give us an idea of why these types of natural resources are so critical to our, to our future. So, Ernest, yeah, I'm going to actually focus on this uh, for, the, for, the, for the insert today because uh, I think it needs focus. It's one big issue, as this is really a battle that has been going on for a couple of years, backwards and forwards. There are a couple of very interrelated issues here, mostly around food security and, of course, the critical water supply, but probably two of the biggest threats currently facing South African society today. The Philippi Horticultural Area, or the PHA as it is known in short, is an above-ground catchment area which includes farmlands, wetlands that serve an underground fresh water system known as the Cape Flat Aquifer. It's a massive integrated water system under the ground, about 630 square kilometers, and has the potential to supply Cape Town which, as we know, is an extremely water-stressed area, as is the rest of South Africa, with one-third of all its drinkable water needs. So, massive opportunity. The PHA is the last natural green space in the area, and in its current state, is able to replenish this underground aquifer in really a most efficient manner. The survival of the PHA is therefore integral to the aquifer survival and vice versa in that the actual horticultural area cannot survive without the free water source. It's the perfect example really of a symbiotic relationship, Ernest. Mm. For the listeners, this underground aquifers are the most efficient water source. They act really as, a, as an underwater sponge and are, more, are, are much more efficient than dams above the ground which are prone to the elements and therefore prone to evaporation. But they need to be replenished, mostly by rain, which actually permeates through the soil to make its way back underground into the water system. So besides this natural process, this 3,000 hectare uh, uh, horticultural area has significant social benefits. It's been producing food and, and flowers for the residents of Cape Town back since 1885 and has provided, uh, besides much, has provided much needed jobs and water to the increasingly economically vulnerable people of the Cape Flats and surround. So there are more than enough reasons for it to be protected and nurtured and if anything, expanded. Mm. So given what you've just shared with us now, uh, Kevin, what's the uh, status with regards to the uh, development plans for this critical area and and your thoughts on what should be uh, done in in an ideal world scenario? So, yeah, in my opinion comes the madness, Ernest. Last year, the city has granted tacit approval for the development of about 6,000 houses, together with shopping centers, a school, on about 280 hectares of the Philippi horticultural area. Um, add to this, they granted the approval for the development of a framework of another 472 hectares development. So that's all in total about 700, 8, 750 hectares. And this consisting now of another 20,000 middle-income cl- uh, houses and commercial and industrial centers and even a prison. Now, if allowed to continue, these two developments combined could basically delete about one-third of this 3,000-hectare urban agricultural initiative, which uh, the PHA claims would amount to a total loss of about 150,000 tons of vegetables and flower productions per year and about 4,000 jobs, very importantly. But probably most importantly is will compromise the wetlands and the farmlands and its ability to recharge the aquifer I spoke about just now 
now, which will basically die a slow death. So what will basically happen is the development will pave over the farmlands with housing and asphalt and everything that a development requires and will starve the aquifer of water and eventually destroy not only the aquifer, but what will be left of the Philippi horticultural area, which relies on this free water source for its survival. So now the attitude of the city is probably that this is all just a storm in a teacup and that the positive impacts of the PHA may not really be as effective as they claim in terms of food production and the job provision, and that the impact of this development won't affect the broader PHA. Well, right now, Ernest, as we know from all our discussions, in 2016, it is clear to everyone in South Africa the situation is changing and has changed very swiftly. We are in a drought with extreme water scarcity, high levels of unemployment and inequality, and a significant situation of food insecurity. We simply cannot afford for the city to rubber stamp these type of developments for the short-term gain of themselves and developers at the blatant expense of the longer-term sustainability of the environment and society. We cannot allow any development precedent to be set on the Philippine horticultural area, and it would be grossly uh, irresponsible for the city to allow this to go ahead. So people really need to know about this and, 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 and put a stop to it. All right, and we've done just that, informed uh, the public accordingly. All right, Kevin James, we'll leave you there for today. We'll chat again next uh, Thursday. Absolutely. Take care, Ernest. All right. Fantastic. That's uh, a climate change uh, activist, uh, Kevin James from GCX Africa, uh, talking climate change and sustainability on the drive time experience.